Welcome back to Capture. We're so glad you're here to capture your day. April 27th, 2064. I hate everyone. Every one. Jeb's ex came to visit today, just dropped by IRL like it was nothing. And I thought, you know, maybe Jeb is trying to patch things up. Like maybe they're thinking of giving it a second chance, maybe even moving back in together. And I know, I know I was getting ahead of myself, but it didn't seem unreasonable. I mean, here's this guy at my door and it's not like I invited him. I didn't even know his name. He just said he was Jeb's ex. And so I went with it, you know, I thought, why else would he be here? And so You know, I might have gotten my hopes up. In the moment, I was a little distracted, and I I, uh, jumped to some conclusions. Perfectly reasonable ones, but, well, inaccurate ones, as it turns out. Because it turns out that Fitz, that's his name, Fitz, Fitz, turns out Fitz wasn't invited. And he and Jeb are most definitely not patching things up or speaking at all, it seems. Or at least that's what Fitz said or slurred. Did I mention he was drunk? Because he was drunk at 10 in the morning. (laughs) Although apparently he works nights, or at least that was Jeb's explanation when I told him about it, about all of it. Because when he got home and found his room ransacked, not that I feel bad about that because I don't, because he really invited that on himself, didn't he? But still, it's a... A bad omen for your roommate to have this toxic, alcoholic, vindictive ex who may or may not work nights, who may or may not work with Jeb, as if I needed another reason to get out of the office world. These guys work together. They work together and they were sleeping together, not just sleeping together, living together. And I'm like, hello, no wonder you split up, but also like, hello, maybe some heads up about this would have been nice, but also I don't even know what to believe at this point. I mean, this could all be some elaborate cover story hastily thrown together because the truth is even worse. Oh God, what could be even worse than that? Capture, remind me to remind myself that this is why I'm single. As if that'll help me feel any better. It's one of those ridiculous human contradiction things, you know? All the visible, tangible evidence tells me that dating is awful, relationships are awful, men in general are awful. But then there's this feeling, this idiotic, Envy. That's what it is. Envy. I always liked the sound of that word as a kid. Mom was kind of religious. Well, religious enough to use words like envy. And I know that makes this all sound, well, biblical, but there's no better word for it. No word that captures the intensity of this feeling that I get when I see couples. Friends, strangers, it doesn't matter. I see couples everywhere. Nuzzling in the cloud, on the train, even at last week's corporate brain blast, everyone isn't a couple. Everyone I run into is just one half of some intolerable two-headed relationship monster. Oh, see? That's what envy feels like. It's instant on. No boot up, no buffering, just instant, uncontrollable envy. And it doesn't discriminate. Even people I'm not attracted to would never be attracted to. Hell, I know a child who's in a more serious relationship than I've ever been in. A child. He's in the office on one of those pre-pro IRL internship immersion experiences, so he's not literally a child, but he might as well be. I mean, he's 17. He hasn't even taken his final MSATs yet, and he's already marketing himself better than I could at 22. Even his personal brand, Bert with a U, he's quick to point it out if you mispronounce it. If you say Bert with an E, like some idiot would, he doesn't say that, but you know he's thinking it. Like he's thinking, how could I look like a Bert? Ugh. 
He's got this whole fucking life figured out. And thanks to last week's company mixer, I now know that he has a healthier sex life than I do too. He introduced me to his long-term girlfriend. That's what he called her, my long-term girlfriend, River. And I nearly screamed, how long could you possibly have been dating? But before I could do that, River stuck out her hand and said, we've been dating two years. I mean, it's bad enough that she knew what I was thinking, but the longest relationship I've ever been in was a year. Well, 10 months, if you round up. <sighs> so there you have it. My roommate has a crazy ex, and everyone else in the world is in a relationship more significant than the most significant relationship I've ever experienced. The most significant feelings I've ever felt. Even Fitz and Jeb have more going on in their breakup than I do in my my singledom. It's almost enough to make me want to try cloud dating again, but at least I'm smart enough to learn from my mistakes. That's something, isn't it? Yeah. Capture complete. Like This is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow. This week's episode was called Envy and was performed by Haley Rawson. Music by Steve Sobs. Find out more about the future at placeslikethis.net and tune in next week on iTunes and Tumblr for more Places Like This. Oh.